Hello, my name is Viraj Patni, and I am the Senior Regional Analyst for Africa here at Intelligence Fusion. On this podcast, I will be looking at the different types of tactical threats and challenges facing the mining sector in Africa and visualize how we here at Intelligence Fusion have tracked such threats. While mining companies face a broad range of threats, this podcast will focus on how civil unrest, COVID-19, crime and conflict has affected mining operations in Africa in 2020. During 2020, we collected close to 25,000 incidents in Africa across 11 different categories, providing a complete picture of situational awareness. If you like our content, please like, share and subscribe. Civil unrest Over the last year, the levels of civil unrest rose significantly in Africa, especially West Africa. General elections were held in both the Ivory Coast and Guinea. And while we saw post-election violence, particularly in Ivory Coast, and protests in both countries, there were also protests and indications of rising political tensions in both countries before elections were held. In Guinea, Le Front National pour la Défense de la Constitution, otherwise known as the FNDC, organized a series of civil disobedience campaigns and protests across the country through their regional branches. Protests took the form of strikes or quote-unquote dead city days where commercial activities were disrupted, as well as protests, uh, especially protest marches, uh, the largest of which were held in Conakry. Clashes frequently broke out between protesters and security forces, with resulting civilian casualties adding volatility to the situation. In total, 49 planned protests were mapped in Guinea, giving prior warning of routes, locations and tactics to be taken by protesters. When civil disobedience protests were called by the FNDC in January 2020, for example, they warned businesses, including factories and mining companies, to suspend operations for the day to protect themselves from any form of violence. The following day, railways were blockaded in Kolabui, in Boke Prefecture, where a number of mining companies operate, obstructing trains transporting bauxite. There were a dozen incidents in Kolabui alone during 2020 where mining company activities were directly or indirectly affected. Mining logistics were also affected elsewhere, notably in Conakry in October 2020 where a cargo train from Frigia was attacked. Besides for protests attributed to the political situation, across Guinea, protests over poor infrastructure such as roads, electricity and water are also common including in areas where mining companies operate. Similarly, in Ivory Coast, trucks transporting manganese to the port of Abidjan were satellite in northern Yamusukro, and there was a similar incident in western Ivory Coast. Parliamentary elections are set to take place in Ivory Coast in March 2021, and there are likely to be similar levels of violence. Importantly, it is crucial that as part of the intelligence gathering process to look for indications of discontent or areas affected by poor service delivery, because this gives an indication of where and if protests will take place. This includes the infrastructure incident incident type, for example, which we can use to map power outages and load shedding, for example. COVID-19 COVID-19 has brought new challenges for mining companies. Given the increased risk that many workers face because of the pandemic, there have been some cases, such as in the DRC, where workers have gone on strike to demand an increase in their pay because of the increased health risks that they face. COVID-19 has affected mining companies and businesses more broadly 
through the various measures such as travel restrictions that the government and health authorities have introduced to control transmission rates. But global demand for some minerals also dropped uh, and this has brought its own challenges for mining companies. For example, we saw protests carried out by workers of Mopani copper mines in Mufulira, where workers protested against the decision by Glencore to place the mine under care and maintenance. Zambia's economy is hugely dependent on copper, and its economy and its debt has risen to about 80% of its GDP. President Lungu stated in response to the crisis that the government would take a majority stake in some mines, and this led to fears of nationalization. Although the finance minister has since stated that the government is not looking to nationalize any mines. The COVID-19 pandemic has really hit the Zambian economy and in November it was the first African country to default on its debts. 2021 is an election year in Zambia and with the focus being on high levels of unemployment and the economy, there may be government pushback on other plans such as retrenchment, just like there was pushback on care and maintenance plans. Mining company employees have also faced threats of potential violence due to COVID-19. This was the case in Ivory Coast, where residents of a neighborhood in Yamusukro threatened to protest if, if employees of a mining company quarantined at a local hotel. Crime and illegal mining Foreign mining employees are also exposed to crimes that affect local citizens. This was the case in Burkina Faso, in September 2020, where the victim was a foreign national who was followed and then robbed after withdrawing cash from a bank in the capital, Ouagadougou. These types of armed robberies are fairly common in West Africa. Armed robbers do also attack mining concessions, although small-scale mines are mostly targeted by armed robbers. Another security challenge that mining companies commonly face is illegal mining. While there are social, economic and environmental impacts to illegal mining, there is also a criminal element. Illegal miners are often armed with rifles or machetes, and there have been instances where mining company personnel or assets have been attacked by illegal miners, where mining concessions have been invaded and or fighting between rival illegal mining gangs or groups. In Zambia and Ivory Coast, for example, there have been cases in 2020 where Action taken against illegal miners has led to reprisal attacks against security forces or the assets of mining companies. In Mali and Mozambique, there have been cases where illegal miners have invaded mines or areas of exploitation. In South Africa, on the other hand, there have been numerous cases where rival illegal mining gangs have attacked each other. Conflict Mining companies often operate in remote areas or travel to areas where telecommunications or security presence is poor. So this makes them easy targets for ambush attacks or the abduction of mining company employees, for example. Also, with the revenues that the mining sector brings to the res- each respective country, terrorist groups would likely view mines to have important symbolic value, regardless of attack feasibility. Though there were no major attacks on mining sites in 2020 in Africa by terrorist groups in comparison to previous years, French intelligence reported earlier this month of a meeting held between senior members of Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb uh, in 2020 to plan an expansion strategy. They revealed that AQIM are financing members of the group in Benin and Ivory Coast. The terrorist attacks in northern Ivory Coast in June 2020 
and entrenched presence of Al-Qaeda-linked groups across the border from Benin, the growth in jihadist group activity in Western Mali in 2020 and movement along the southeast Senegal border with Mali are all indications of the growing threat that jihadist groups pose. Numerous mining companies operate in these areas and so they will be concerned by these developments. COVID-19, conflict, civil unrest and crime affected mining in several different ways. Civil unrest had a major impact on mining logistics. Mining employees can be the target of armed robberies and attacks by illegal miners. Illegal mining also remains a threat to mining concessions and fighting between rival illegal mining gangs poses a threat to the mining sector. Lastly, the expansion of terrorist groups in the Sahel West Africa and Southern Africa also poses a threat to mining operations. So what are the key insights? What is the so what factor? Economic impact of COVID-19. The economic impact of COVID-19 will continue to have a detrimental impact on employment and living standards, and this is likely to feed civil unrest as well as criminality in the mining sector, including violent crime and illegal mining. There may also be pushback from governments and unions against plans for retrenchment. Growing terrorism threat. Additionally, the geographical expansion of terrorist groups in the Sahel and West Africa especially will bring new challenges to the mining industry. The importance of threat intelligence. Holistic threat intelligence and continuous monitoring of direct and indirect threats and risks will be crucial to sustaining mining operations. If you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to like, share and subscribe.